Hey mama, are you pregnant or postpartum and really eager to get active and moving, but afraid that you're going to cause injury or make some of your issues worse or cause some issues that have never been there? Wanting to avoid causing pelvic organ prolapse, leaking, diastasis recti, hernias, hemorrhoids, all of these are issues that can occur if we do too much and especially if we do too much too soon before our body is ready. So inside today's episode, we're going to discuss how we can listen to our body and understand the boundaries within our core system so we can make sure that we are able to maintain that core strength throughout everything that we do and avoiding things that might be pushing our core beyond its capacity so that we can avoid all of those issues. So stay tuned, check out today's episode. I've got some goodies in there for you. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. So I found that with myself and especially with a lot of the mamas that I've worked with, that one of the biggest barriers to an active and healthy pregnancy and postpartum journey and even just navigating exercise throughout life in general is this fear of what is good? What is a good level of exercise and activity for for me and for each individual person's bodies? How do we know what is going to help keep us strong and comfortable and what's going to cause issues? What could maybe be potentially harmful for us and especially for our growing baby? There's so much fear around exercise and activity And I really just want to help break down these guidelines so that you can feel more confident navigating your activity, whether it's through pregnancy, postpartum, maybe you've never had a baby before and you just are afraid things you've done in the past have caused injury and issues or made other symptoms worse. And so maybe you've backed off of exercise. Maybe you've changed what you do. Maybe you are blowing through your boundaries without even noticing that because you want to stay active and you know that exercise is good. 
But today I'm really going to break it down so that you do feel more confident navigating it because it is such a barrier and I really can't tell you enough just obviously how crucial exercise and activity is. And I, I keep saying exercise or activity because really it's movement. Movement is medicine. Movement is what our bodies need to stay healthy, to stay comfortable, to stay strong. And that can look so different for every person. You know, we can think of that typical exercise, going to the gym, running, sports, all of that. But then that really cuts out a big majority of people who maybe hate quote unquote exercise, but they go for walks all the time. They hike, they garden, they do functional movement. And that is also beautiful and so needed. So I just want to say that this goes across all spans of movement, whether you go to the gym, whether you go to exercise classes, whether you just enjoy gardening or walking, or maybe you just do household chores and even that's causing you issues. These guidelines are going to cover all movement. So you want to pay attention to these boundaries that I'm going to discuss in this episode throughout everything that you do, because it's really going to show you if what you're doing is too much for your system, or maybe you're just not doing it correctly, and you're going to cause an issue. And we want to do everything we can to avoid causing issues. So A lot of these issues, especially during pregnancy, you know, there's a good reason to have that fear. We don't want to do too much. We don't want to cause things like diastasis recti, which is that gapping or tenting or coning that we notice in in the abdomen as baby grows. And there's a I'm going to do a whole other um, episode on this. Every single woman ends up with diastasis recti during pregnancy to some extent. However, how we manage the pressure in that space is crucial. So if you are noticing that tenting, coning, doming, that is diastasis recti, and we don't want that coning or doming. So we can cause this to be a lot worse and not heal up correctly, and that is when it's an issue. So diastasis recti can be one of the injuries or issues caused with excessive forces or not managing our activity well. Hernias, hemorrhoids, pelvic organ prolapse, disc prolapse, back pain, muscle strains, muscle tears. There's so many injuries that we can cause if we are too aggressive or too active or not aware of how we're moving our bodies throughout the day. And postpartum, we can also cause all of these issues. Maybe you didn't really notice the diastasis during pregnancy, but now postpartum you are. Or maybe the same thing with pelvic organ prolapse, or I forgot the other one, stress incontinence or any type of incontinence and leaking urine or feces, any amount of leaking, pain, pressure. We don't want to cause other issues, especially when our body is already having such a challenging time adapting and adjusting and growing a human and recovering from delivering a human. So in today's episode, we're going to dive in. And, you know, once I learned these boundaries, it was just such a game changer for me because now I'm completely confident as I navigate 
every session of my movement, whether it's a walk, a hike, cleaning, going to lift weights, going to an exercise class, I'm always paying attention to these boundaries because if I feel myself blow through one of those boundaries, I know I either didn't do that movement correctly, I didn't look at my breath correctly, or maybe it was just too much and I don't need to do that type of movement quite yet. And I need to back it off and work towards it. So this episode is not to say that if you blow through one of these boundaries, don't ever do that movement again. Because yeah, some of you might notice every time I bend over to just pick stuff up off the floor, I'm having some of these boundaries show up. And we have to keep cleaning. We have to keep up with our kids. We have to move and do things. We are active moving beings. But this is to say, just start to become aware of these boundaries. And if you do notice that they're showing up, especially in your day-to-day activities, you really need to get some extra support and figure out why they are showing up for you and how you can best adjust. Maybe it's just your mechanics. Maybe it's just a motor planning issue. Maybe it's just that awareness and you have to pre-brace that core and become aware and then ta-da, there's no more issue. So understanding these boundaries and guidelines isn't here to make you feel limited and start to show you all the things that you can't do, but more so to give you confidence so that you can go out there and try all the things that you want to do and know that if you're maintaining those boundaries and, and being aware and conscious of what's happening in your body, then you're doing the right steps and you're not going to harm yourself and hurt yourself or your baby and you're not going to cause issues. So that's the purpose of this episode. And let's just dive into those guidelines. So with the first one, if you haven't really listened to any of my other episodes, I do highly recommend going back and listening to them, especially the one on breathing and just the pelvic floor 101 episode. So you can understand that core system because really the core is where we want to pay attention to those boundaries. Because if our core is not able to maintain its engagement and manage the pressure in the system and function how it's supposed to function, then that's when we see dysfunction and injury outside of the core. Rotator cuff tears, hip labral tears, plantar fasciitis, knee issues, all these other things. So when it comes to the core and those boundaries, The number one thing that we do want to pay attention to is obviously pain, guys. If things hurt, it's not the best for you. Now, this can get complicated because if we're in a state where everything hurts, we definitely don't want to let pain run the show. However, if we start to do something and the pain's there, but it kind of eases up and as we warm up, it goes away, that's a good sign. Now, if we start to do something and that pain just gets worse and worse and worse, then there's that. boundary. We don't want to keep pushing into that pain. Now, the other big thing is pressure. So pressure in the core, that core function is to manage equal pressure in the abdomen. And so when we're not managing equal pressure in the abdomen, that's when we do end up with hernias, hemorrhoids, diastasis recti, pelvic organ prolapse, disc prolapse, stress incontinence, all of those things that we're trying to avoid. So managing equal pressure in the system is crucial. So how do we know if we're doing that correctly? And really it's just becoming aware of that pressure. So if you feel extra 
extra pelvic pressure or pressure into the belly, which would show up kind of through that diastasis and that coning or doming or pitching. That's showing us that there is too much pressure in the abdomen and the abdomen isn't bracing that pressure correctly. Or maybe you see your, uh, belly button popping out and you're seeing pressure there or the lower belly pops out or you're feeling just way more heaviness in your pelvic floor especially if you're feeling like all of a sudden things are falling down or coming out those are signs of pressure that we want to avoid so anything you do if it causes that type of pressure just pause and stop and just reassess how you're aligned how your breathing is in Engaged throughout your movements, how you're coordinating that core system, and try again. If you're still blowing through and you can't maintain that pressure, then it might be too much and you might need to scale it back a little bit. And again, this doesn't mean we stop doing what we're doing if we can't maintain those guidelines. It just means we need to scale it back and find what level of activity is within these boundaries of my body. Because if we're not listening to our body and what those boundaries are, we really can cause so many issues. So pain, pressure. And one of my favorite ways to identify the pressure issue is a hand on the belly. So yes, pelvic pressure is huge. If you're not sure what it feels like, you can place a hand in the perineal space as well. But the hand on the belly is really great because that does tend to be the weak space. You know, during pregnancy, belly gets stretched out already. It's a weakened core system. And even postpartum, that abdomen is super stretched out. So if pressure can't be maintained, it's probably going to show up in that abdomen. So I like to place a hand on the belly after I get my nice core brace engaged when I'm about to be active. And if I do something that's too much, I feel that pressure pop back up into my hand. Because when we're engaging our core system, everything should kind of cinch together and fall and lift up off of our pelvic floor. And if instead, when we engage, we feel pressure going down on our pelvic floor, then we're also not engaging our our core correctly. And this is where you might need some extra support and guidance from a pelvic floor PT to figure out if your core is engaging properly, because we can have a motor planning issue that actually shoves pressure down on the pelvic floor every time you're engaging your core. And so just being aware of that and what you're feeling when you engage your core, because yeah, we want to feel everything lift up and off the pelvic floor floor like a zipper jacket, cinching everything in, gathering together. Nothing is flaring out. Ribs should not be flaring out. Our back shouldn't be pushing down into the mat if you're doing this um, lying down. We just want to feel everything gather and cinch together. And when we do that, our hand should fall towards the spine. We should be able to hold that tension throughout our activity when we're picking up something heavy, squatting, pushing a heavy door, pushing a stroller, lifting laundry baskets, picking up heavy kids, all of these moments of excessive force, we need to have that core brace engaged to provide stability to the spine, but also to manage pressure. So if when we do that, we feel that hand pouch out and we feel the pressure go up into our hand, then that's that boundary of pressure. So if we need more, if you need more guidance with that, send me a DM or let's get you on a wellness visit so we can start giving you some tips and see how your core is engaging so you feel confident in that core engagement piece because that really is crucial. Um, the next get boundary that we want to make sure we're paying attention to is obviously dizziness, lightheadedness. If we're doing anything at such an intense 
level that we are dizzy, lightheaded, that's too much, especially during pregnancy. We want to make sure that we're not pushing things too hard. And during pregnancy, another level uh, test for that, it's called the talk test. So if you can't talk through your level of activity, it's probably too much. So we don't want to be as intense as you might have been pre-pregnancy, but that also doesn't mean that you have to keep it all the way down to such a low level of just walking or just gentle mat work. No, you can still lift heavy things during pregnancy. And actually, I encourage it. Now, if you've never lifted before, please seek guidance before you do that. And even if you have been a CrossFitter or a weightlifter before pregnancy, you might still want to get some guidance on these boundaries, making sure that as you continue your lifting throughout pregnancy, that you're doing it at a a safe uh, level of intensity. Now, obviously, another boundary, especially um, during pregnancy and postpartum, is bleeding. So if you start bleeding, especially during pregnancy, one, you may, might want to get checked if with your provider if this continues or if it's an excessive amount. But postpartum, if that bleeding has kind of faded away and then it comes back as you've started activity again, it might still be too much for your body. Now, even in those early six weeks, you when you are bleeding, you should still be doing some light level of activity and not waiting until that six week check to get fully cleared. A whole other episode on that as well, guys. And this isn't to say go crazy in those six weeks, but you're already lifting car seats. You're already probably pushing a stroller. You're already carrying groceries and laundry and cleaning up around the house. So you're already moving. So we wanna make sure that that movement is safe and that you're also still keeping your core strong and reconnecting in that early postpartum stage. But just be aware because if that bleeding gets heavier as you start to walk, as you start to clean up around the house, then again, maybe back off a little bit and slowly ease back into it. So we want to pay attention to that bleeding. Now, pregnancy-specific guidelines, again, that talk test, making sure that you're able to talk through your exercise or activity. Um, But another one is contractions, especially if you're not near due date. If you start to get contractions or any type of Braxton Hicks abdominal cramping, that's another sign that your activity level might be a little too high. Um, Maybe hydration plays some role in that. But just be aware of those contractions and back off of your activity with that. Um, So the other thing is it should feel good. All of our movement should feel good. We are not pushing ourselves into an type of exercise we don't like. We're definitely not pushing ourselves into an intensity just to reach strength goals or whatever it is during pregnancy. We want to make sure that it feels good so we keep coming back to do it because not only are we exercising and moving to keep our bodies strong and healthy, but also for our self-care, our mental health, it's just so many benefits of exercise. And I want you guys to not be afraid to move your bodies and feel confident moving your bodies throughout pregnancy and postpartum, but just listen to your body and start being aware of how your body is moving throughout your activity. Because if you aren't feeling pressure, 
if you aren't feeling pain, if you don't have any bleeding or dizziness or lightheadedness, then keep going. It's amazing. You can even push it a little bit because we do want you to gain strength. You can do that through pregnancy, but we also obviously aren't going to shoot for huge PRs during pregnancy. But that's not to say that we can't gain strength during pregnancy, and we should because birth and pregnancy, it's a marathon. It's the longest marathon you'll ever do, and you need so much strength for it. So I'm going to do a whole other episode on strength training during pregnancy because, yes, walking is amazing, but strength training is where really where you can get that stability and the comfort, keep those aches and pains away. It gives you the energy you need to keep up with everything as baby's growing and just so many other great things. But so don't be afraid to move. Get out there. Find what you enjoy. Don't feel pressured to do any certain type of exercise if you don't like it. And if you are needing more guidance, please reach out send me a DM, send me an email, come over to our Facebook group, The Balanced Mom Talities Wellness and Support, ask some questions so I can help guide you a little bit better because the last thing I want is you avoiding activity because you're afraid. You're afraid it's going to hurt. You're afraid you're going to cause issues and you're just not sure what the proper level is. Or maybe you know exercise is good and you're going way too hard and you're just going to cause yourself prolapse and diastasis and all of these things that I promise you're going to want to avoid. So just start paying attention to those boundaries and let me know if you have any questions. I'll see you next week. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balance Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balance Mentality Podcast.